This is the Timber and Steel Podcast. Here we take on topics ranging from fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and we make them relevant to regular people just like us. So sit back, relax, and I hope you learn something. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Clayton. I just told myself not to eat the mic, and then I yelled right into it, and uh, I'm really loud in my in my ears. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. How are we today? You're t- you're tired. I'm tired. No, you're... you slept. I I, I slept, slept, but tired. I am just running on fumes. I yeah, I've got like two hours of sleep last night. Um, there's a lot going on, and my brain like if I I have a hard time closing open like having open loops oh i gotta close open loops and if i have one that's open i will just lay there all night trying to close it to find find a solution and um even when i know it's like pointless that the there's unknowns that i can't solve for i will just i will play out all scenarios in my head oh, anyway so yeah tiring. i woke up at one and just you know did that all the rest of the night. Yeah. It's a really good time. It's a fun game. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Mm. I'm going to uh, take your word on that yeah, one. Yeah, zero out of five stars. <laughs> That's no good. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about sleep today, though. No. That would be, uh, like, I. it's very important. Um, we are heading back toward some nutrition stuff, and we're going to wrap up the last three of our nutrition first principles yeah. today. Um and there's, I'm going to try not to get too far down in the weeds and mm-hmm. have this be like a very technical how-to thing, um, because that could go on forever, but try to have this be a little bit more of a, you know, 10,000, 20,000 foot view of, of these, of these things. Mm-hmm. So, so the first one we want to talk about is that calories matter most for weight loss mm-hmm. or, or something like, like that around those words. So if your goal is to lose weight, you have to pay attention to calories mm-hmm. and that's an okay, like it's an okay goal to have. Mm-hmm. People need to have that goal. Well, some people want to have that goal. I guess nobody need necessarily needs to have that goal, but right. it's okay. And I think that, um, it's, it's a goal that a lot of people come in with. And we've talked on the other side of that about how it's not the only goal that you should be concerned with. Right. But um, that it's okay that uh, to have that goal. But if you're going to want to care about that, you can't just guess yeah. at the, the quantity of food that you're eating. Overall, you have to consume less calories than you're expending or using and you need to pay attention to that. If you're guessing, it's not it's not going to work. Do you have any? Um, and one thing too, I think that is really a misunderstanding is that less does not always equal more. Like sometimes yeah. we get um, some athletes that are coming in and they're just dramatically cutting their calories that's not good and then they're really under eating Mm -hmm. and not seeing the result of those goals so Mm -hmm. i think there's 
also that balance that we really yeah. talk about. Yeah. Um, that you do need calories. Yeah. And there is a point where in the beginning, a dramatic cut, you can see an immediate change. But mm-hmm. long term, we need to fuel. Yeah. So I think there's like that shift mm-hmm. that um, is very, there's a misconception. Yeah. And um, and I know you and I have seen this a lot that mm-hmm. there's also under eating. Yeah. So if we, if we want to, if, you know, changing that body is the goal, we have to fuel it too. Yeah. Yeah. Finding that, that balance um, is, is challenging. I've cut calories and cut them too much and yeah. notice the change in and reduction in my performance. And I, I totally agree with you. Like we see this, that people cut way too much. Mm-hmm. They get it to the mindset. Okay. I'm going to lose weight. I got to cut calories. I'm going to do that. And they just like wholesale yeah. cut, cut oh, calories. Yeah. Um, that's not sustainable. Your body freaks out. You're mentally not strong enough to maintain that. It's, it's a big problem. Um, so without going too far down in the weeds, maybe we can talk about like what would be a, like a sustainable, easy way to kind of approach doing that. And then, um, and then we can move on to the, to the next, next thing. Um, so there are calorie calculators online you can go and say, Hey, this is, this is me. This is my age, my weight, my height, whatever, and how active I am. Uh, and it spits out a number. I'm going to recommend that nobody use those just that's, uh, because everybody's different and everyone's metabolism is a little bit different. And those things are just kind of picking a ballpark number and that, that online calculator doesn't know you. Correct. So what I would recommend is that you track the food that you're eating right now and do it for two weeks, track your calories for two weeks and then take an average. So you know what your daily consumption is. And there's your, if you're not currently gaining weight, Mm -hmm. then that is your maintenance level, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then whatever that number is, we'll just throw a random number out there that is meaningless, right? 2000 calories a day that your average comes out to be that. Then take 10% of that and reduce your calories by 10%, no more. So that would be a 200 calorie deficit. You'd be eating 1,800 calories and eat that way for a few weeks. See how things go. If you're seeing weight loss and it's not drastic, like it's a an average of a pound a week, that is not drastic. That is not too much too fast. Then stay there. Don't reduce the calories anymore. You're making progress towards your goal. Yeah. Don't do something stupid and shoot yourself in the foot by overeating or not overeating, but over reducing is what, and, um, making it unsustainable. And so just, then you just live there for a while mm-hmm. and that's, that's okay. We're not going to go too much farther down the, down the rabbit hole there, mm-hmm. but I think that, 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 that is a sustainable approach to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's anyway. So oh, back to the big, bigger picture, right? That is important. If you want to lose weight, you have to do that. The diets that are out there that are caught, caught promising weight loss. That's how they get you to weight loss, but they all have a gimmick, whether it's paleo basically removes all of the processed stuff. You're eating a lot of 
vegetables and fruit and stuff, like you're filling up on that stuff. Those are less calorically dense foods. It equals a caloric deficit, but you're not necessarily tracking it. Same. That's that. That's how they all they all work. So, if you're wanting to lose weight, that is, that's that's where you need to focus. Okay. Next one, I feel is much more important. But yeah. but but I mean, these are true things that like depending on your goals, what we need to care about. And you were already starting to touch base on it right yeah. there is that those micro dense whole foods are the most important for our health. Yeah. What what does that mean? Meaning we're trying to look at foods that are going to give us the bang for our buck, that give us those good macros, those good micros, all for our body. <laughs> so pretty much we'll break it down to what is a processed food versus unprocessed. So we're looking at foods that are going to give us those really good carbohydrates, fat, proteins. Mm -hmm. We've talked about those as our macros, but then our micros, those vitamins and minerals that are going to help our overall system. Mm -hmm. Our body needs those micronutrients. It does. So much. Yeah. Um, those those vitamins and minerals, phytochemicals, the things that like the no one talks no not no one talks about, but are not the the sexy things like yeah. hey, we're following a macros diet, I got my or what, what like but that we'll talk about that here in a second, but those micronutrients are so important and we get those through whole real foods. Mm-hmm. And so um there's a difference between in in the quality of the nutrients you're going to get from your body if you're eating you know 20 grams of carbohydrate from a loaf of wonder bread and 20 grams of carbohydrates that comes from fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. like the amount of those nutrients that you're going to get is so much higher from fruits and vegetables and those are the things that like you were saying, that make your body feel good, make it function the way that it should. One of the uh, podcasts I listen to pretty regu- regularly, that word has too many syllables for me, is uh, E.C. Sinkowski's um, The Consistency Project. Mm-hmm. And she gives a pretty no-nonsense view of nutrition, and she's much smarter than all of this, uh, all of this than I am. But she, um, she, well, she has several programs that she, she sells and help people do. But one of the, um, one of those is called the 800 gram challenge, and it's about eating 800 grams of fruits and vegetables by weight every day. Um, and the reason she came to that, if I'm remembering her story correctly, is when she was doing her master's um, and studying for her, like her master's in nutrition or whatever her degree is in she came across this study where people were asked to eat, you know, 800 grams of fruit and vegetables. And the people that did that had much lower, like their, their health markers and stuff were a much better place than the people that, that did not. And that there was a, like people that ate a little bit less than that, like their markers weren't as good. And there so there seemed to be something like significant about that 800 gram level. And that's really, it's all about getting, that fiber, there's lots of fiber in the, that mm-hmm. stuff, but those micronutrients, phytochemicals, um, all, all the good good things that make us healthier from the inside out. I'm talking a lot again. I, did, I talked so much last week or last tennis. It's, it's all good. It's thing. No, it's, um, I actually was reading, 
reviewing a study done by Harvard a couple uh, years ago, which about processed versus unprocessed food. And they did a study breaking the group into two different and did it based off of feel. It wasn't about measurements or Mm -hmm. anything like that, just how the two different groups felt. Mm -hmm. So one group, they were given the equal amount of calories in their meals. One was more processed food versus unprocessed food. And they just did based off of feeling. And the group that ate the unprocessed food felt generally better yeah, because of all those macros and micros that mm-hmm. they got and go kind of this kind of ties back into the first one this is where these start to like pull in together they continued to eat more yeah because of how great they were feeling versus mm-hmm. the other group was feeling like sluggish and lethargic and yeah. they didn't want to move and they did continue to eat more but still were feeling like garbage so it was just really interesting and nice to see that they did it all based off of those feelings in their bodies, yeah. those subjective components, yeah. that how great they felt yeah, based off of processed versus unprocessed food. Yeah, I noticed for myself, I mean, this is just anecdotal. I'm not a, a scientific study, but I was going through the 75 hard that I did recently. I felt better when I got most of my carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables. But the problem was, is that I couldn't get enough calories that way. So I would have to sprinkle in some other things to, to get my calories where they needed to be. And, um, and then the days where I would just be like, nah, I'm just going to do just the, the more processed stuff. I felt much worse. And, um, so it was, it was a little bit more work to eat that much food in like fruits and vegetables, but it was, I, I definitely noticed how my body felt and just kind of the energy I had and just all that stuff was so much better. So if we're going to layer these two things together, right, we've got, you can reduce your body fat, you can lose weight mm-hmm. by can, well, by reducing calories, but you can do that eating processed food and mm-hmm. feeling like poo poo, mm-hmm. or you can do that and eat whole unprocessed foods, yes. feel better, mm-hmm. lose the weight that you're trying to lose, and provide your body with the nutrients it needs to function properly. Yes. And it's like feeling better is great, but there's also a lot of things that are going on in the systems of your body that may you may not notice yes. the the feeling, yeah. but they're there and your body has to like run, do things in the background that we're not thinking about. And it's important that we give it the the micronutrients um, that it needs to do that. So micronutrient dense foods mm-hmm. are super important. And the most important thing for keeping us healthy in yeah. the way of nutrition. Yes. Okay. Yep. The third one, last one we're going to talk about, we're going to combine everything together. All right. Yep. So caloric quantity plus micronutrient dense whole foods plus macronutrient ratios those are the three things we have to have 
if we want to fine tune our body composition, meaning the ratio of body fat and muscle mass, and improve our performance in the gym. That was a lot. It's a lot. Can you simplify that? Or is, is that that's, <laughs> is that enough? I mean, we got, we got to have all three. Yeah, yeah. So we're saying, like, have your calories. You got to eat enough to fuel yourself. With those macros and micros. You got to, if you want to, yes, like I was just talking about, you got to have those micronutrients to, to, to feel right. better than if you're fueled by processed foods. So if we have those in a good ratio, mm-hmm. that is going to impact our body composition and performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the body composition thing part yeah. first, because yeah. there's, there's two parts to that, right? So body composition, um, muscle mass and body fat. Yep. Um, we can lose body fat, we can lose weight, but in that process, lose muscle mass if we're not doing it the right way. So we have to eat enough protein to maintain the muscle mass that we have, or if we're striving for more performance and more strength, we might want to add more muscle mass. So that's where that the macronutrient ratio of the amount of protein that you're eating as a fraction of the overall calories that you're eating matters. Um, if you're just cutting calories, then there's potential that you're going to lose muscle mass in that process. So we have to pay attention to the macronutrients to dial in the the body fat percentage kind of, or the body composition. There we go. That's what that's those, those are the word I was looking for. Uh, on the other side, like everyone's body does things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Some people handle carbohydrates and better than a like a higher carbohydrate lower fat in in the way of those ratios other people might do better with a little bit higher fat and lower carbohydrate in those ratios and dialing that in takes time and it's very small increments at a time seeing how your body does stuff um but they matter and um and it matters depending on how far swing they might be out of balance it can drastically improve or impact your your performance. Yeah. Do you have a a thing that you notice about yourself that you're like you lean more toward f- like feeling better with more carbohydrate or more fat? Uh m- more carbohydrate, less fat. Okay. For sure. I just I feel achy, bloated. Like when I say bloated, I mean throughout my joints yeah. and my gut health too. Yeah. So I notice when I reduce the fat and have the good carbohydrates, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And then my performance in the gym is much better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same, same way. I, I think most people probably are. To, well, I'm going to take a step back. I shouldn't say most people. I don't know. I'm not an expert on all of the, the most of people. Um, but yeah, I feel better with higher carbohydrate than, than, than fat. And I think most people probably would feel better with a higher carbohydrate than fat, but that ratio might be like, I eat a, a lot of carbohydrate. Sure. Sure. And so anyway, but I, but I need that yeah. for, for the training that we do, right? Mm-hmm. We, the high intensity training requires carbohydrate. And if you're wanting to improve performance, You've got to eat enough carbohydrate to fuel high-intensity training. And if you're not eating enough carbohydrate, you can't push hard enough in the gym to get the results out of the training that you want. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it it matters for that that performance part. 
as well and getting that dialed in. Any other? No, no, I just, I think of, you know, here it's summertime. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the holidays weeble wobble around here. The 4th of July mm-hmm. is coming up and that that's when we start to see um, people coming back in from vacations and how they say how junky they feel when mm-hmm. they get oh, off yeah. of those mm-hmm. vacations because they're enjoying themselves. They're probably having some different foods that aren't in their normal diet. And I know the look, that first workout after a vacation, they give us that look of defeat yeah. and just feeling like garbage. Mm-hmm. And I'm always giving that humble, kind reminder, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But take this as an opportunity to learn and reflect on what did you eat? Yeah. And we're not saying it's good or bad. Like, mm-hmm. rock on. You had vacation. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. But 20 hot dogs. Mm, hot dogs. So good. If you, if anybody's from the East Coast, Hoffman hot dogs, they are the best. But I digress. Hot dogs aren't going to help fuel our workout no so <laughs> i've tried it it doesn't, it doesn't go well <laughs> so it's always awesome to watch those facial expressions that they start recognizing that oh this is what they're talking about yeah like great you have that hot dog and let's mm-hmm. balance it back out so that your performance what do you really feel like and what do you want to feel like when yeah. you are in and out of the gym yeah yeah and we kind of use those those outcomes that we want to then impact the behaviors yes. that we have. Yes. And we can't get upset at our outcomes. You know, I'm not performing as well as I want in the gym. I've plateaued in the gym, like all that stuff. But you're not changing the behaviors that lead to those those outcomes. Right. And so that's why we have these first principles. Like it doesn't need to be super complicated. Mm-hmm. That's not like we had 75 hoops you have to jump through. We mm-hmm. talked about a couple of these a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, and we kind of finished up the last three here because they kind of built on each other. Diets don't need to be complicated. The way you eat doesn't need to be complicated. You just need to understand what your goals are and what the simple, like what, the simple steps are that you're going to need to do. Um, simple around here, we say this a lot. Simple doesn't mean easy. The act of tracking your food, how much the quantity you're eating can be monotonous. It can be a pain in the butt. But like, if those are the goals that you have, right. these are the behaviors you have to learn how to do, even if it's just for a short time, to learn something and then uh, make adjustments. And But, um, but yeah. And I think you just made a really excellent point. We, um, because we have used each other. Thank you. I I like it when I Yeah, you make an excellent point. That even between each other and with members, sometimes writing it down or sending pictures, Mm -hmm. just getting it externally off of you, these little light bulbs start start to go off. That members come and we talk about things. And I know there was a period of time that I sent you pictures of my meals. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all I was doing was sending pictures. And it brought into perspective, like the timing, what I was eating so that I could just balance that off. Mm -hmm. And that's what those little mini conversations, was it simple? A hundred percent. Was it easy? No. Yeah. It was kind of annoying at times, Mm -hmm. but there was knowledge that came from that. And that was so helpful. And I love when we just do those little things simple things 
that can just throw the whole system into perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think people want an easy button. They want simple and easy, which is, you know, walking into a convenience store and grabbing a pack of donuts and eating like, or, you know, eating a Lunchable or, or like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like there's just all kinds of convenient foods yeah. and, and solutions. They want a gimmick. Well, Bridget sent me something. My wife, she sent me this couple posts of like a, a local, I think it was a local, we'll call it a gym in quotations of, um, but they're like hooking people up to these weird machines while they're sitting on an exercise bike and it's like supposed to be like the thing that you have to do that's keeping you from all of your fitness goals is this whatever i don't even i didn't even look at it yet i will um but it's just like here's this gimmick here's this secret that that we have and nobody else has and this is what's keeping you from the thing i mean dr oz had an entire show that was all about that the, the doctors like there's all of these things and people just ate that stuff up because they're like, oh, this is the thing I need to do. But if you take all of those supplements and you do all of the things that they tell you to do, you will be doing things that are contra contrary to each other mm -hmm. and and taking way more like powders, shoving a bunch of powders up your nose that you don't need. <laughs> anyway, so but that's what people are, they're willing to go through all that stuff. They're willing to spend yeah. all the money on all of the weird things when really it's simple, but it's inconvenient. And it's not sexy. Uh, it is, you know what? Watching my wife weigh out like a little bit of like potato and a, a piece of chicken, so hot. <laughs> no, no. It's like, really, this is what we're doing with our time? is wait, but, but it's a thing that we did and we're still doing. I mean, I'm still still doing that because... I found it helpful and it is a behavior that is helping me get to the results that I, that I want. And if I had different goals, different, I wanted a different outcome, then I would change those behaviors and that's how it works. Right. And so we tried to simplify things as much as we can here. There's so there, and there's a whole lot of like things we could go rabbit hole wise for like the, so the mechanics that are going on inside the body and inside the brain for making these changes work, but that's, a, you know, a podcast for another day. Or, you know, you can just work with me and some nutrition coaching or with Jenny. We could, and that's, yeah. I was just sitting here smirking because all of us, the four of us here have all different backgrounds and different mm -hmm. sides to the coin of regarding fueling nutrition. And all four of us have these little tweaked perspectives on it, which make it uh fun like yeah. it's fun because we all bring our brains together and yeah. talk about these concepts to try to make it more simple mm -hmm. and i mean that's what's cool about our team is that yeah. we just bring it all to the table shake yeah. it all out and try to put it into a puzzle yeah and i think I mean, if we're getting on to how awesome our team is here but just in general like anyone that's like here's the only way to do things this is the right way, the only way. That's they're probably not right. So anyone that's t telling you that nutritionally, like there's got to be. I like frameworks, like these ideas. Here's here's kind of the boundaries. Yeah. Let's work within that. Yeah. I, and I like the way. I just now I'm thinking about boundaries. My brain is all over the place. It's probably the two hours of sleep. Mm. But there's this idea of a bounded set and a centered set. I don't know if you're familiar with this. 
Okay, so think about this. You've got a bunch of cows. Okay, I'm okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's following. I'm with you. All right, and or, or or sheep. You know what? Some livestock. Okay. Okay. You could, They are either put a pen around them. Boop boop boop. Yep. They are either in the pen or they are out of the pen. Okay. They are bound. The the set of cows, they are bound by the by the fence, right? Yep. Okay. Um. So there's people that are they're doing the diet. They're in. Or the people that are not doing the diet, they are out. They're not. They're not. They're not doing it right, right? Yeah. So sometimes how you how you feel about things like I got to do it the right way. So a centered set is that there's no fence holding them in. You've got like a, a center spot. This is the this is the thing. These are the behaviors that like in a perfect world you're doing these things and everyone's standing right in the bullseye. But we're all in different journeys and we're different distances from that center of the bullseye. But we're all still on the same path and we're all still working on things that are like our for our goals. And we're still in. We're still all part of the same community. We're still in. Nobody's outside of the fence of this fitnessy thing. I think it's a helpful way of looking at things. I love it. I don't I'm all over the place in my brain no, today. No, but. that's I really like that. So bounded sets versus centered centered is that what I said? Centered? Centered. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that. We were talking about something else. I don't remember now. I got distracted by boundaries. Well, hey, let's I got an idea. Why don't we try to remember all of the summarize all of the uh okay. no, not summarize all of them, but restate all of the um our first principles of nutrition because we've covered them all. Yeah, not just the ones for today. Nutrition isn't only about the number on the scale. Correct. First principle. Yep. Anyone comes in here and then they're like I'm only care about the number on the scale. I'm like, you are missing a whole yeah. bunch of things. You, we've got to think about your mindset a yes. little bit about this yes. first. Okay. Second, there is no one diet to rule them all. Yes, we are diet agnostic. That's right. You can do all kinds of things and still get the same outcome. All foods can exist in a healthy diet. Yes, they can. We don't need to demonize anything. Nope. Ooh, they can all exist. So those were the first three. Then we've got three more. The three that we covered today. Calories matter most for changing body weight. Mm-hmm. Micronutrient-dense whole foods are the most important for health. Yep. Calories plus those micronutrients plus macronutrient ratios matter for body composition, and performance. If you live within those, you understand those five things, six things, sorry, I, I can count. Mm-hmm. Math is hard. Counting isn't, <laughs> apparently, or, or it is. If you do those six things and just think about it as you're moving toward changing behaviors along those things, yes, you'll be fine. You mm-hmm. don't need to get too down in the weeds mm-hmm. about stuff. You can get down in the weeds if you want, but you don't have to. And um, anyway, I hope hope that's helpful for people. I love them. I think they're great. I hope we helped people, Jenny. That's I hope so. Me too. Okay. Great. See you later. See you later.